Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. Our guests today, we have two, Leo Root and Sophia Trunzo. They are co-founders of Paradigm Media. We're going to talk to them about the world of connecting brands with consumers, with customers, and kind of the complexities we have in cannabis and in CBD and some of the things people can do, some of the strategies, and hopefully get some insights, get some good stories, and hear kind of how they've been helping brands with this and and helping brands grow, uh, connect with their audiences, and really kind of scale this industry. So with that, Lior and Sophia, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So happy to be here. Why don't we start, I guess, just a little bit of personal background, like how for each of you, and, and I'll let you decide who wants to go first, but, you know, kind of personal story. Like, what was the background? How did you get in cannabis? How did this come about? Tell us the, the kind of the background and the journey that you've been on. Yeah, absolutely. So we both come from digital marketing and myself, Lior, I come more um, from the paid media and while Sophia comes more from the affiliate industry. Um, and we both worked with a really big CBD brand in 2018 here in San Diego, and we launched their paid media and affiliate marketing program. 
and back then again cbd wasn't what it is today um, and it was kind of rare and unique uh, to see cbd ads running on facebook or google um, or even developing an affiliate program for uh, a cbd brand that there's so many restrictions around this type of product and industry and when we saw your success with this first brand um, and a lot of different brands saw our ads everywhere and saw our affiliate program um, and kind of started to poke around and see who is behind those. And that's uh, when they started reaching out to us personally uh, finding us on LinkedIn or Facebook, messaging us, how are we able to do this type of advertising and if we can help them do the same. And that's kind of sparked the idea. And then we understood there is a huge need for experts like ourselves that know how to navigate through those uh, challenges and restrictions. And that's how Paradigm came to life. In 2019, we started uh, with just a few brands uh, kind of to test things out. We had two or three brands we started with. And from there, uh, the rest is history. <laughs> and we now worked with over 60 CBD brands and we offer them as 360 marketing solution, uh, starting with paid media marketing, affiliate marketing, email, social media and influencer management. We do content, a little bit of PR. And this year we also started to do SEO and we added web design and graphic design web development just to become a one-stop shop for all of their marketing needs. Yeah. So let me ask Sophia, how, I mean, I guess, how much experience did you have in non-cannabis, non-CBD industries before this? And what did you kind of learn kind of coming in or what was, what was kind of surprising or what, what was the change that you needed to make or kind of learning you need to make in terms of getting into CBD and cannabis? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, this is completely different beast. There's different strategies that we're taking, different relationships that we have to leverage within the platforms, policies that we're constantly, they're changing almost daily, you know, so talking to different policy teams, it's a completely different industry than say, you know, a service or if you're marketing a hair care shampoo or something yeah. like that where you can really just mark in, say whatever you like for this. Um, there are a lot of brands that are out there making claims. Um, there are a lot of brands that are out there that are putting out products that are really not, um, you know, as effective as they're portraying. And it's definitely something where we're taking that extra step with CBD and using different, again, relationships and um, different strategies that ordinarily wouldn't even needed to be explored if it was any other industry. We've covered this a little bit on the show, but give us a little bit of a, a summary of why we have these restrictions and, and and where are we really with CBD? Because I know that several years ago, it was basically considered cannabis. Everything was kind of shut down and then things have kind of changed and it's kind of evolved. Give us kind of an outline of where are we or what, what has happened over the last couple of years in terms of the ability to actually use some of the platforms or you know use these strategies that, that traditional consumer goods would use and you know, what, what restrictions are still in place and what's been changing? Yeah, so actually all the restrictions are still there. Unfortunately, not a lot has changed. <laughs> not a lot has changed in the last few years. I think 
think some of the platforms uh, sometimes can be a little bit more lenient when it comes to advertising a very specific type of CBD product, but also it has a lot to do with your spend, like your budget and the type of brand. And if they carry a lot of edibles versus topicals, they're going to be completely different restrictions. We work very closely with all policy teams uh, to navigate through it because we are always thinking outside the box and we always try to find those loopholes within those policies Um, and since not a lot has changed and the main reason is that the fda just didn't categorize cbd yet like it yeah it's we don't know is it going to be categorized as a food item is it going to be a drug and and that's the main reason why platforms like facebook or google don't want to allow advertising this type of products yet because if one day the fda will decide that cbd is considered a drug don't these platforms don't want to be, you know, advertising drugs, obviously, on their channels. Yeah. So that's the main reason why it's so restricted. And until we get that clarity, it's going to stay like this. But even I think after the FDA will kind of decide where it goes, even around the supplement industry, there are still a lot of restrictions. And, yeah. and I do believe that CBD will fall under very similar restrictions. I started my career in the supplement industry when Facebook advertising was just getting started. So definitely learned a lot from that experience working for over five years in this industry. And again, navigating through those challenges, working very closely with the policy teams to understand, you know, the challenges and what we need to do in order to overcome them. So our team, you know, works with those policy teams on a weekly basis. If we do need to change our ad copy, our creatives, our landing pages, whatever we need to do, we are here to stay. The brands that we work with and are representing are here to stay. So it's really important to us that we do everything by the book. I'm sure there are a lot of ways to get your products advertised on these platforms that can risk your brand in the long run. You know, and if you're launching a brand or a part of a brand that is here to stay, like I mentioned, it's really important that you work with those policy teams and not against them because one day you will be able to advertise your products and you want to make sure that your domain is not blacklisted and that option will be open for you as a brand you know, to advertise once we get more clarity around this. Yeah. And what does that actually look like? I mean, how do you develop relationships with these folks so that, you know, that you do stay on, on the white list, not on the blacklist and are keep your options open for future, future strategies? Yeah, so it's uh, throughout the years, like I mentioned, I come from this background and worked with these platforms before. So just leveraging a lot of those past relationships that were already established uh, years ago, but also because we are working with over 60 brands in the last two and a half years, we work with big budgets, with big brands. So kind of establish that reputation with those platforms. So we just get kind of a special treatment when and I'm sure other agencies that maybe are not focused on the CBD have very similar uh, relationship with these platforms. We just need to have that extra connections with different departments just so we can get some of these campaigns approved. (laughs) 
Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about the companies that you've been working with. Like, what are they trying to achieve? You know, what kind of CBD products are there? What are, what are you finding in terms of folks that really want to use these strategies? Yeah. So many of our brands are really focused on taking us on for a 360 degree strategy. So that's really hitting their customers at every single touch point, whether that be through paid media ads, display or native, whether that be on their email, whether that be through a content piece that they're seeing on a large publication like Allure, GQ, etc or maybe it's a Facebook ad that they're seeing. So really following them at every single touch point, that's what they are typically approaching us for because they know that we understand that it takes between 25 to 50 touch points to really acquire a customer, where in any other industry it can be from three to seven. You know, we do see ads where they're shown even a hundred times to someone before someone purchases. So why and why why so many? I mean, what's the difference or what what's the explanation of why it takes so many more touch points? Yeah, I think it's because in our messaging we have to be extremely vague with it. Again, with yeah. the policies and the platforms that we're working with, we really have to abide by their rules and keep everything compliant. So that does take a little bit more vague messaging, maybe not a call to action that we ordinarily would be able to use for other other products. Yeah, and the products that typically our brands are focusing on are going to be the staples are going to be gummies, oils, topicals are going to be some are actually exploring now things like bath bombs, candies, many different things, even vapes, joints. And now going into a little bit of Delta A as well, which is a brand new compound in which a lot of our brands are now exploring with these different products as well. We're going to take a quick break to hear some words from our sponsors. And now back to our program. Can you give me an example of just like a strategy that you would normally use for a consumer brand, but you can't use with cannabis and then, or with CBD? And then what would you like, what's the alternative? Yeah. I mean, honestly, all of them. It can be as simple as just having like paid campaigns running on Facebook and Instagram or Google search campaign, Google shopping campaigns. These are like the most basic, you know, when you're an e-commerce store (laughs) that is trying to drive traffic to the store and sell their products. And these main platforms are very limited for you. And that kind of make you change your whole marketing strategy and you really need to think of different ways to bring that traffic to your website so for us um, is like we mentioned like finding different channels maybe like advertising channels that do allow cbd advertisers and that's obviously ideal in the last two years we worked with a lot of publications to generate content with so articles around like i tried this product and this is what i think about it so we'll send a care package to an editor they'll try the products and we'll really write an honest review about the product so just again thinking outside the box and coming up with ideas that maybe other industries don't need because they can really say whatever they want about their products really openly talking about the benefits of using a product sending the traffic you know, the user back to the landing page, I mean, the product page where they can actually purchase it. Just, you know, that simple thing is restricted for the CBD industry. You have to use some kind of a landing page and that, again, doesn't necessarily sell you on on the product and maybe just provide a little bit more education, again, versus another industry where you can just send the traffic back to the product page, you purchase it and done. Um, Something that we also worked on uh, last year, uh, we really focused on when we started 
seeing the great ROI coming from these articles that we did with the publications, how we can take it even further. So in the last six months, we started whitelisting these publications, Facebook and Instagram pages, where we can launch our paid ads from after we do an article. So for example, we do an article with an editor, they publish it on the publication website, and we'll let the article run organically for a few weeks. And after that, will launch paid social campaigns and from those publications and pages and that's you know just an as an example of how we always think outside the box and really need to use loopholes in the policy and, and with our partners to advertise these type of products yeah and what kind of companies I guess are really using this. Is there anything you're noticing about the type of companies that are really kind of on the edge here or or pushing some of these things to find this? Are there particular types of brands or particular types of products? Like what is really benefiting most from these strategies? Trying to think what brands like Obviously, all of the brands that we work with uh, benefit from these strategies. Um, Otherwise, they wouldn't be working with us. The type of products, again, like this is a a very, uh, there aren't like innovative products within the CBD industry yet. I think only in the last six months to a year, you start to see different brands kind of starting to think outside the box. And besides the gummies, oil, and a few topical products, they do explore other type of products. So we have a few (laughs) brands that are now doing CBD candies or THC candies. We have a brand that doing shake mix so like coffee shake with cbd in it and so you're still getting like energized but without the jitters of the caffeine and so the cbd kind of help with that to balance that they also have like different cake mix with cbd so i think a lot of brands are now realizing that they do need to come up with more innovative products to stand out and to be a little bit different than other brands Yeah. Yeah, And I think just kind of piggybacking off of that, you know, and within the last year, two years with the pandemic, the brands that are really benefiting off of our services and our strategy the most are these brands that have been doing extremely well in retail and have had to pivot to e-com within these last couple of years due to everything going on with COVID. Um, So we have had such an influx of clients and not only clients that we're getting just from word of mouth, but also clients that are referring other clients or manufacturers and suppliers that are referring other clients because they know that if they continue to order from them, their sales and their revenue goes up as well. So definitely a lot of these brands that are pivoting from their retail success and starting out fresh with e-com, some of them haven't even focused on their website, don't even know the conversion rate of their website because retail was such a huge focus. I guess what do these brands need to be kind of ready to do or, or what prep work do they, do they need to have in place to really take advantage of this? Is there anything that you use to kind of filter who you're really ready to work with and who maybe is not a great client? We actually take clients from all from different stages. So we have clients that we really help them even build their website. So our dev team and design team will walk them through that, work with a branding agency to kind of just get things started. And from there, we're building their marketing 
marketing strategy and go-to-market strategy. So we have a few brands that we had the pleasure of joining at that stage, all the way to brands like Lord Jones or Foria that are leaders in this industry, have been in the business, you know, for probably seven, ten years, are pioneers in this industry, but are still struggling, you know, when it comes to advertising their products and do need experts to help them navigate through it. Yeah. Where and I guess where do you see things going? I mean, are are there any big I mean, you mentioned the FDA ruling. Are there other things that are out there that are really going to change the way this industry plays out in, in terms of these services? I really think that even if the FDA, you know, is not going to approve it for a few more years, CBD is here to stay. It's not like another supplement that in a few years will be gone and will fade out. Uh, yeah. It's part of the cannabis industry, which is huge and booming. And we really think that it, this is just the, the beginning. Once the FDA will kind of make their decision, I think this industry is going to explode even more but we're actually not worried you know about it when it will happen what will be decided because we truly believe in the products we truly believe in this industry we do see that it's becoming you know more of a mainstream like a lot of people from different ages are using these type of products if it's millennials that are using it more for stress and anxiety versus older demographic that are more using it for their pain management. So I really think that this industry is here to stay and it's just starting and it's going to explode probably in the next two, three years, even more. Yeah. Curious about your own business and how things have scaled. How's it grown? Like what have been some of the challenges for you? Yeah, I mean, everything has been insane with hiring and with COVID. <laughs> um, that's definitely been a process because we definitely realized that our team are our assets and key to our retention and being able to continue to scale. And unfortunately, through kind of this pandemic, there have been so many different contingencies on the hiring process now and everybody working remote. And for us, it's super, super imperative for all of our services to be working together and for all of our team to really understand that it needs to be cohesive and each one of their services are contributing to a larger digital ecosystem. So I think that's been the biggest thing is um, doing hiring and also with, you know, current employees that may not feel comfortable coming into the office, touching back on kind of a little bit more of our culture is that's a huge thing for us within Paradigm within our agency is being able to maintain that culture. So with everybody working remote or kind of on a hybrid it can be tough. So we've done extra things to really tie everything in, whether it be an additional strategy session each week or whether that be a call on Monday that we know that everybody's going to hop on and they're talking about the roadblocks, the things that they're providing for these brands if they need anything from anybody else that's on the team. So again, just keeping that cohesion. Yeah. And as you've grown the company, I'm curious how you've had to kind of grow yourselves. Is there anything you've learned as leaders in the business, things you'd have to kind of shift or focus on? I always, always find this interesting as, as people who are great sort of doers or executors in a business and as they move into more kind of leadership management and as the business scales, like what are the things you've had to kind of transform around? Yeah. So a lot of the things that we learned by the huge growth that we've seen. So like I mentioned, we did start 
with just a few brands. In 2020, after the pandemic hit, we saw a huge growth. And from just working with five brands, all of a sudden we're working with 20 of them. And then in the last two years, working with over 60. So what we learned from it is that as the owners of the business, the founders, this is our baby. So for us, it's really important that we wear all hats. We need to do whatever it takes. And we always need to learn new things, adapt, understanding that we don't know everything. We learn from every interaction with every partner, with every client that we have, going through some of the challenges and being asked like tough questions, you know, and performing at our best for our clients, being a role model for our employees, kind of make them be the best at their job always drive them to think outside the box to be more proactive to learn more about the industry about the industry trends these are things that are super important we want everyone that you know wake up in the morning that works for us to be happy of where they are with their career because we're all spending about eight to ten hours a day working and if you're not happy with what you're doing and for then it's going to be very hard for you to perform, especially in such a competitive industry. And yeah. so just always, you? always be that role model and motivating people for our team. Always, you know, ask questions, always learn new things and wear all the hats that we need <laughs> in order to make this happen. We both are hustlers and we probably yeah. didn't sleep a lot in the last three years, just building this business, but it was all worth it. Yeah. How about you, Sophia? I'm curious what you've learned. Yeah, very similar response. I would definitely say just be willing to be humble, always be open to learning. You know, you don't know everything. We think we are experts in this space and we consider ourselves to be, but to Lira's point, we're constantly learning, constantly changing and adapting and needing to pivot not only our own mindset, but our strategy as well. In addition to that, just really just knowing again to wear all hats. And if we need to be in the trenches, we'll be in the trenches, but that's what we need to do in order to scale and grow, then we'll do so. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, you work with a bunch of different companies and you, I'm assuming you get a little perspective or at least you, you have a chance to kind of see different perspectives or different brands and and companies and how they're approaching this. What are the big issues inside cannabis from your point of view right now? Like what are they grappling with? What do you feel are kind of the big trends or or things that are going to shape the cannabis industry in the coming years? I think it's so competitive that brands have to realize that they need to find something unique to differentiate them from the others. Like we mentioned at the end, of the day everyone are selling very similar products that as a consumer when you have all of these options and now compared to like five seven years ago when you only had maybe three companies to choose from now we're looking at probably 3,000 CBD brands that you can choose from and they're all selling the same products. It's really hard for the consumer to know what's the difference. So I think it's on the brands for the next year or two to really find something unique about themselves, really find a niche. You know, if you're a brand that's want to focus on 
females in their 40s then you know you're messaging your creatives your branding the type of products you're selling your price points are all going to be different than a brand that is going after millennials that maybe the products that they're going to offer them are going to be more of the pre-rolls and gummies and their branding is going to be more vibrant their price point is going to be a little bit cheaper just to give the consumer a completely different environment and user experience I think is the most important thing that brands should be adapting and adjusting in the next year or two in order to build their reputation and build a community for themselves. And that will help them later with their marketing strategy, knowing who they need to partner with, what platforms they really need to focus on, which channels are going to work best for them. I think that will be the key in this industry for the next year or two. Yeah. Any big um, kind of policy thing? I guess, where do, where do you guys stand on federal legalization of cannabis? I mean, is that really going to change your business or your clients? How does that kind of affect your market or, or how your clients are approaching things? I don't think it's going to affect us in a big way as far as like losing clients because all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, it's legal. I think there's, like I said, there's still going to be a lot of restrictions even after cannabis or CBD, you know, policies will change. Because I think, again, we are selling products that are very similar to supplements. Uh, There are a lot of health claims, a lot of health benefits that come with it. Most of the products are ingested. So there are always going to be a lot of restrictions when it comes to it. And we do believe that cannabis is going to go through a very similar thing that we're going with CBD now. And cannabis will be transitioned to e-commerce in the next few years. So we definitely want to be the agency that kind of proved the concept with CBD and kind of transition to cannabis in general in the next few years and offer the services to cannabis brands as we grow and as we become even more experts in what we're doing. And we already started working with a few brands that are selling and experimenting with cannabis products and on their sites. So that's been definitely a great thing for us. And furthermore, like our agency is right now working on a tech product that's kind of going to revolutionize media buying for the cannabis industry in general. We're now launching it for the CBD industry, but the goal is to apply it to cannabis in general, cannabis products. Um, And it's all going to be around policy and restrictions with these different platforms and kind of solving that problem for brands and other agencies that are right now maybe are not taking on CBD clients because of these restrictions and because of the headache that come with it. We're working on a solution for that. That's great. Liar, Sophia, it's been a pleasure. If people want to find out more about you, more about the business, what's the best way to get that information? Yeah, you can find us at Paradigm Media Agency on Instagram, info at paradigmmedia.agency on email, or you can go check out our website, paradigmmedia.agency. Great. I'll make sure all those are in the show notes so people can get that information. Thank you so much for taking the time today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Bruce. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode of Thinking Outside the Bud. Be sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our future episodes. See you next time. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets and access other great content. Visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. 
And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.